Chapter 48 of Captivating Bible Stories for Young People. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Captivating Bible Stories for Young People by Charlotte Mary Young. 48th Sunday, The Trial and Condemnation. First reading. Betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? Luke chapter 22, verse 48. Just as our Lord had wakened his three apostles for the last time, there came a tread of soldiers, and lanterns gleamed through the olive trees. For Judas Iscariot, the traitor, knew that his master was apt to go to the olive garden to pray at night. And he was leading them, and he said to them, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he, hold him fast. And he came up first to Jesus, and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. All our Lord said was, Judas, betrayest thou the son of man with a kiss? Peter tried to defend him and drew a sword and cut off the ear of one of the servants. But our Lord bade him put the sword back into the sheath, and then in his great love our blessed Lord touched the ear and cured it in an instant, and begged that all the disciples might be allowed to go their way. Indeed, they were so much afraid that they all forsook him and fled away, except John and Peter, who both followed to see what would be done with him. The soldiers dragged our blessed Lord to the house of the high priest Caiaphas, where his enemies tried to make out some charge to bring against him. But as he was good and holy and had no sin at all, they could accuse him of nothing. And when they asked him questions, he answered, not a word, for he knew that it was only to accuse him. While he stood at the upper end of the hall, John, who knew one of the servants, had come in to the lower end and had brought in Peter with him. The chill of the morning had come on, and the servants lighted a fire on the pavement where Peter stood and warmed himself. One of the maids there looked at him and asked if he did not belong to Jesus of Nazareth. Peter was afraid and said, I know not what thou sayest. But then another maid said, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. Peter grew more afraid and went on declaring he did not know such a person. But presently another servant said, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Again, Peter's fear of being punished for wounding the man in the garden led him further astray, for he began to curse and swear and say, I know not the man. Just then the cock crew and the Lord turned round and looked upon Peter. That look went to his heart. He went out and wept bitterly, and whenever he thought of his sin, he wept. Second reading. He has brought us a lamb to the slaughter. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7. As soon as it was light, all the chief men of the Jews met in the council chamber in the temple and had our Lord brought before them. But no one could prove that he had broken the law, and whenever a story was brought against him, it turned out not to be true. At last the high priest stood up and commanded him to say whether he were the Christ or not. He answered, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. At this answer Caiaphas and all the enemies made a great outcry, as if they were very much shocked at his speaking of himself as the great judge of all, namely as God. They all cried, He is guilty of death, and they began to beat him and strike him. And they blindfolded him and struck him on the face and bade him say whose blow it was. And all the time he stood gentle and patient and said not one word of complaint or anger. Since the reign of the great wicked Herod, the Romans had not allowed the Jews to put anybody to death without their leave. So the chief priests were obliged to take Jesus before the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate. But it was not possible to find anything that a Roman would think he deserved to be put to death for. When the chief priests said that by our law he ought to die because he made himself the son of God, Pilate only feared to do anything against him, for he saw that there was no fault in Jesus, but that the chief priests were spiteful and hated him. Then the chief priests said that he called himself king of the Jews. This made Pilate more anxious, 
for to set up to be an earthly king would have been rebelling against the romans but still he wanted to let jesus go because he saw that he was innocent yet he did not like to offend the priests who might have accused him to the emperor of rome pilate saw what was just but he was afraid and cared for himself more than for his duty third reading ye denied the holy one and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you acts chapter three verse fourteen pilate thought he had found a way of saving the lord jesus without offending the romans it was the custom that at the feast of the passover he should set some prisoner free whomsoever the jews asked for and he thought as the people loved our lord that they would ask for him but there was a robber and a murderer in prison named barabbas and the enemies of our lord went about among the people stirring them up to ask for him to be set free so that the poor foolish people all broke out with a great shout to ask that this murderer barabbas might be set free pilate asked him what he was to do with jesus and then there was a great war from all the people crucify him crucify him now crucifying was a very horrible and painful punishment that had never been allowed among the jews but this was chiefly used by the romans themselves for slaves and for robbers so that their savage cry was for jesus to have the punishment that belonged to barabbas pilate's soldiers were very cruel and they laughed at a poor man being called a king so when they had beaten the blessed jesus till he was bleeding all over they took one of their old red soldier's cloaks and threw it over him and they plaited a crown of sharp thorns and forced it upon his head and they put a reed in his right hand instead of a scepter and they bowed their knees mocking him by pretending to do him honor he never spoke one word of anger all this time and when pilate saw his meek brave patient face pale and faint with pain and streaming with blood he thought the people would pity him so he led him out once more to the top of the steps of the judgment hall and said behold the man but the people were too mad to have any pity or feeling and they only cried louder and louder still crucify him crucify him pilate was not brave enough to go against them all even to save an innocent man so all he did was to take water and wash his hands before them all to show that he was clear of wishing it and he said i am innocent of the blood of this just person but the chief priests made the dreadful answer his blood be on us and on our children meaning that they would take the guilt and punishment end of chapter forty eight